Right. Well, tenth line on the base, and we're sort of where the where the lines go wide, about thirteen lines down. Double dot ton rub on. All right. Where where the lines go wide. Then from there. So from there, one, two, three, four. Got it. Thirteen lines down from where it goes wide, and you'll see a double dot ton rub on. Okay. Right. We don't refer to anyone as Ovas, fathers, patriarchs, except Abraham Yitzchak in Yaakov. Says Rashi, Abraham Yitzchak, Yaakov, Lafuke Shvotim. In other words, we do not refer to Ruvain, Shim, and Levi as Ovas, but only Abraham Yitzchak and Yaakov. And similarly, the Enkarin Imaas, Elah Arba, Imaz, the mothers, we only refer to four of them, namely Sorifka, Rochel, and Leah. Nobody else. There's Gemara, others my timer. What's the reason why you limit the term of others only to Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov? If you want to say, the word others, what you're saying is, if you want to say that the word others is biological, in other words, they were our forefathers. We come from, they were our ancestors, we are their descendants, we come from them. If you want to say that the reason everyone knows they come from, because Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, Abraham had a son, Yitzhak had a son, Yaakov had a son, Yitzhak had a son, and then it was Yaakov. So we all come from Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. Right? And presumably that's what the Gemara says, that's why you don't want to say we came from Reuben, Shin, and Levi, because we don't know if we're talking about biological, that they are our forefathers, perhaps they're not. If we say because as individuals we do not know with certainty whether we come from Reuben or Shimon, and therefore we can't describe them as of us. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, we're talking about sort of generally a whole tale as well. Ihochi, if so, imas nami. The imas as well. We don't know whether we come from Rochel or whether we come from Leah. So by the very same token that you don't call others because we don't know whether you come from Reuben, Shim and Levi, so therefore similarly Imaas, we don't know whether we come from Rochel or from Leah. So therefore that obviously cannot be the reason to say that we can't call them others or Imaas. In other words, the reason can't be a biological reason because that, that we are their descendants. So what's the reason? Elo. Until here, the, the others is not used in the biological sense, but is used as a, as a term of chashivas, of importance. So these are our forefathers up till that time, Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, were chashiv enough, they were important enough to be referred to as others. After that, they were not as important as Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, they, they can't be referred to as others. And similarly, the mothers, Sar, Rivka, Rochel, and Leah, they were Choshev enough to be called Imos, after that not. Okay, Tanya Edoch. We learned in a different brighter. Avodim Mishvachos, Ein Karina Osam, Abba Pliny, Vimma Pliny. We cannot call Avodim Knanim, slaves, or Shivachos, maidservants, father so-and-so, mother so-and-so. Now look at Rashi. Rashi says, Abba Pliny, Imma Pliny, Slova we're not talking about their children. Their children can certainly call them Abba and Emma. 
They mean somebody else shouldn't call them Abba Now the question is, why should somebody else want to call them Abba if they're not their children? That explains Rashi. And the Bashar Ben Eodan, we're talking about other people who are not their children. Just as nowadays we call somebody as Mr. and Mrs. It's just a respectful title. So in those days, Abba and Imma Plinus was a respectful title. So people would call them other people, Abba and Imma Plinus, etc. So what we're saying is, you should not refer to the, the Avodim and the Shvachos as Abba and Imma Plinus. And we said the reason last week were because if you were to call, um, if a, a, a Jew would call a slave, other Imma plus say father so and so, then people might assume that he is a slave's child, and therefore say, well, you can't you can't get married to that person. He's a child of a slave, so therefore you shouldn't say it. So even though it was only a respectful title, but people might make a mistake and assume you're referring to the other because it really is your father, and they know that is an eved. Therefore they'll say you're a son of an eved, so we can't marry into you. However, the Shul Rebbe Gamliel, in the household of Rebbe Gamliel, are recognized in the Abba Plinus of the Emma Plinus. In the household of Rebbe Gamliel, they would refer to the slaves and the maidservants of Rebbe Gamliel, they did hold. They did say Abba Plinus of the Emma Plinus. Ask the Gemara Masalissa. This story seems to be a contradiction because the Gemara first says you can't call them Abba and Emma Plinus, an Eved or a Shifra. And however, in Rebbe Gamliel they did. The members of Rebbe Gamliel's household were very prominent. So, if anyone, if the members of, if, if they would, if the members of the household of Rebbe Gamliel would refer to the servants, the Avodim Shvachos of Rebbe Gamliel as Abba and Imma, everyone would know they're not really the children of these Shvachos and Avodim, but there's some, you know, because they were so well known. So that's the situation, right. Om Rabbalov, says Rabbalov, it says in the Posik as follows, this is I think the Posik in Tehillim, which says as follows, Kain b'shimcha kapai. So I shall bless you, b'chayai, my life, b'shimcha in your name, esel kapai will lift my hand. So it explains the Gemara, Kain so I shall bless you, my life, through Krishna. this refers to Krishna. Explains the Marshal why this refers to Kriyashima, because we use the word Chayecho also Kihu Chayecho in in Pashtun in Mayelach I think it is or that we say Kehem Chayenu Varechemenu and we're referring to Tyra so Tyra is represented by Shema so therefore Kain Avarecho B'Chayai Zu Kriyashima B'Shimcha Esal Kapai in your name I shall lift my hands Zu Tefillah this refers to Tefillah the Marshal again says that uh, in Echo it says Nisal Levavenu El Kapayim that all the Kapayim where they're referring there to Tefillah so therefore B'Shimcha Esal Kapayim Be'im Oysa Kain Olav Akosva if you do that in other words if you do your Krishna and your Tefillah then Be'im Oysa Kain Olav Akosva Oymah the Apostle says about him Kama Chelev Vodesh and Tisba Nafshi with fat and abundant my soul is satisfied and the Redaf explains like this. What it means is that seeing as Hashem's praises by saying Shema and Shemana Esra, that's as pleasurable to my spirit, to my Ruchnias, as when I'm, when I'm relieved my hunger with delicacies. That's what the Redaf explains what that positive means. 
he also inherits two worlds by saying Shema and Tefillah why? because the, the apostle carries on and says and with joyous language will my mouth give praise and Rashi says Renonus is Shlaim since it's a double Lashon it refers to Eilam Azer and Eilam Abbot so this was brought back, this is the reason why this was brought down is because in connection with the Shema Yisrael that we'd been discussing before now we come to like this the Shema Yisrael actually ends that's the end but now we bring all sorts of different fillers which different people Tanoim and Amoraim used to add on after the Shema Esra. And as you know, we say, one of them that is bought is the one we say, at a kind of Sarashani, etc., etc. So here we come to all the different Tfilas. Rebbe Eloza, Bosman, Samsala, Samahachi. Rebbe Eloza, when he finishes Shema Esra, he would say the following, He wrote from Ufanech HaShem Elakeinu, may it be the word of HaShem your God, Shetashken Pupureinu, you call to dwell in our lot, Avo, the Achvo, the Shalom, Reyes. Avo's love, Achvo's, Brotherhood, Shalom and Peace, the Rails, also, the Tabak will end Samidim, we should enlarge, we should have many Samidim, but Tatsliach Safeno Achris Batikva, and we shall cause our Safeno, our end, Achris Batikva, to prosper with future and hope. Rashi explains it means, may our future be good, and we should see everything that we hoped for. But Tatsliach came to the Ganadan and put a, put a set a portion in Ganadan. And establish with us a good chava, a good friend, and the yetzatai, a good uh, a good inclination. But alamecha on your world, the nashkim we should get up early in the morning. When we get up in the morning, we should find our heart yearning to fear Hashem. So Rashi explains what this means is as follows: we have imp- we might have impure thoughts which might enter a man's mind at night right and therefore that might cause him to turn away from Hashem during the day so what we're saying when we rise when we rise up every morning in the morning early in the morning we should uh, Hashem should get rid of any bad thoughts that we might have had and our heart should be yearning for you and that will bring the year the fear the year of Hashem may our needs and the fulfilment of their uh, come before you Lataiva for the good you'll see there are quite a few spillers here where we always have the word Lataiva at the end um, now the reason like, you know, we have the next one we'll have Chaim for the good the reason is because we don't always know what the good is we perceive something that might be good but who knows it might turn out afterwards it's not so good Hashem knows what is truly good for us so yesterday I had to, had to uh, I ordered a plane going to America my, my niece getting married in August so uh, we had a plane for a very reasonable price to go to America. I phoned up and a travel agent said, well, hold it for a day. And we phoned them up the next day. They said, it's gone. So uh, my wife was none too pleased. I said, look, who knows? You don't know what might have happened to the first plane. <laughs> it's the same. So, so Latova, you don't know. Hashem knows. But, you know, I'm not wishing anything bad to that plane, but who knows? I don't know. <laughs> All I know is it cost me about 120 pounds. <laughs> that, that I do know, but that's beside the point. Maybe that's good as well. Okay, well I don't know. Could be. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Rabbi Yochanan, when he finishes Shemana Esri, he says as follows: He wrote from the Fanach Hashem and Akenu. May it be the will of Hashem. She taught this, but You should look upon our shame 
In other words, our Averus, but Sabbat Baraseinu, you should see how, how bad our life is, and you should sort of have mercy on us, and it says, and you should be, have, have cover yourself with strength for us, but it says, wrap yourself in kindness, but it says, and go to us with graciousness, and may your attribute of goodness and and the Ambasanasecho, your humility, come before you. Rabzeira Bosom Samsonis Amahochi. Rabzeira, when he finishes Shemana Eshu, says, Father, he wrote some of Fanech Hashem Belakeinu, Shalonechra, we should not sin. Shalonevah Shalonikolo Meabasenu. Nor should we be ashamed of disgrace before our fathers. Now, it's a bit unclear what this means. He brings us the Oroch says more than our fathers. It could be there's a Gomorrah, I'm not quite sure where it is. There's two Psukim. One says, La Yumsu Abonim Alavasam. A son does not suffer for the Averus which the father did. And there's another puzzle which says, Pokedaman Ovas Abonim. You do. The Gomorrah asks the question, seems to be a steer on those two Psukim. And the answer is, Come, but Ovasim Bamatiadem Shlavasam. Come when they don't. When they, if the father was bad, and the child, the son carries on, in his path and is bad as well, then, then the son will be not only punished for his own Averas, but his father, he'll be punished for his father's Averas as well. So perhaps what we're saying, I haven't seen that suddenly, but I just thought perhaps that's what it means here. Because why, uh, why do we bring the fathers into it? It could be, we're asking Hashem that if our fathers did things which were not so wrong, at least we should go in a good way, that we shouldn't be punished on... Um, on on, on the, on the, for what our fathers did. Preoccupation means that you give it hashivas when you've got the time to do it, you know, you'll you're our hearts shouldn't be paid, but yeshko enenu, and our eyes shouldn't be dimmed. In other words, because the eyes are dimmed, they'll, they'll, they'll stop us from, from learning. I remember, I can't remember who it was. Somebody, well, he, 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 he cried, you know, he was really, really ill, and everything was okay because he carried on learning. When he lost his eyesight, he couldn't learn anymore, and he said, you know, I can't learn anymore, what's, left, what, what's worth living for? So that's very important, that, that's yeshko enenu. Rab also solicited Mahachi. Rab said after Shemesh would say as follows: He wrote some of an Echah Hashem and a Kenu, Aruchim, and incidentally he lived for three hundred years. Chaim shall shalom peace, Chaim shall tovah of goodness, Chaim shall brocha, Chaim shall panosa, Chaim shall chilutz asomus. Now, the literal translation of chilutz asomus is strengthening of bones, but it means we should be healthy. Very important, we should be healthy. Now normally when we say a Shadish benching, we say at this point Chaim Shishbem Yerashamayim Yerashait. But according to this one it just says Chaim Shishbem Yerashait. And then Chaim Shishbem Busha Khlima, there should be no shame, no humiliation. Chaim Shalashakova, the life of wealth and honor. Chaim Shatevonu, Avatai Virashamayim, should have a love of Torah and a fear of heaven. Chaim Shitamale Lonu as called Mishalas Rebain Latova. A life in which you should fulfill all our heart desires, Latova, for the good. There's, there's a vote, we said this, that in, in, in Yerushalayim it's said twice. As you say here, it's not said twice. But when we say it, we say, Chaim, 
Chaim Sheyesh Bahem Yira Shemaim Yira Chaik. And then we carry on at the end, Chaim Shechemon Avas Torah Yira Shemaim. So why do you have to say Yira Shemaim twice? The answer is because Chaim Shalosh of a Kovod is in between. And you have Chaim Shalosh of a Kovod, then the Yira Shemaim sometimes, you know, gets uh, set aside. Where does it say that Rav lived 300 years? I don't know where it says it, but when I heard it on the tape. After the other days, they didn't live. Well, that's, I don't know. That's, I remember when I was listening to this on the tape, they said the Rav lived 300 years, so... It's Chutzpah as Rav. Yeah, 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 yes, yes. And if you look, look in the, in the Siddur, B'schutzfil as Rav has got sort of like two meanings. Either B'schutzfil as Rabin, or B'schutzfil as Rav, because this is the Tfil of Rav. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it means that. No, it can also mean B'schutzfil as Rav, the Tfil of Rabin. We're saying it together, you know, B'schutzfil as Rabin. But also, also B'schutzfil as Rav. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rabbi Bosselite Amahochi. Rabbi, after Shemin Esra said as follows. What? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You go to Rebbe Google and tell you straight away. <laughs> he, he, he's a, Rebbe Google is the biggest Marbit Torah, but you know, I mean, the, the, you know, the, what do you call it, the founder of Art Scroll was yeah, there last yeah, week. Yeah. I mean, this man, this man, I, I was at a shiver and there was somebody who was there, it was a, it was a real time of problem. Huh? At a shiver? Not at a shiver, I was at, at, at a, 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 a shiver. At a shiver. And, and somebody, somebody who's a real time of turned around and said, I think since Rashi, because remember, without Rashi you can't learn Gemara because you don't understand what it means. He said the biggest Marbit Torah was Artsville. You know, he said, in his opinion, since Rashi, there's been no greater Marbit Torah than Artsville. Because, Sherman and him. because mm-hmm. Artsville, let's be honest, has brought Mishnayis, Gemara, Siddur, Chumash, Machs, everything, brought it to the masses, you know. It's a very high standard. And, we, I wa- and, it's, and so beautifully done as yeah. well. Yeah. I once heard Diane Dunner saying, he says, you know, the art scroll, he says, you can't catch them out. <laughs> you, yeah, you can't catch them out. I once found out one of the mistakes in the notes, and I wrote to them, and they, they, uh, they emailed me back, and they said, yeah, yeah, we're going to go back. It was a minor, you know what I mean, but it, 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 it's absolutely tr- unbelievable what they've done. What a scroll. 2,000 Tremendous, tremendous. Uh, well, you could, if you click on Arsenal.com, they have the Levi Alive. So oh, really? Apparently, the former chief rabbi, Lord said, he 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 said, yeah. He was on the original yeah, yeah. I mean, chairman. An absolute revolution. A revolution. Oh, yeah, he was the board of trustees, yeah. yeah. Right. It started, interesting, it started, right? Yeah, because the young man was Mr. a friend of theirs. Yeah. And they wanted to do some of the Ilm Nishmosa. Yeah. Yeah. And who did Rabbi uh, Esther? Now, who, who, who did the translation? Rabbi Moshe Eisenman, my mother's brother. Okay. He was both a him and Joseph the life of the other brother. He was written first one was emotional and amazing. And it's he also amazing. did the hardest one. Ramosha Ivan is the Mashkiach and Baltimore Shiva, this ear, which was the most difficult one. Oh, to we're going to we're going to come to ear. I don't know what will come tonight. Rabbi Bosses Slice Amahochi. Rabbi after Hishim and Esh will say as follows. No. Yehi Ratzam Fanecha Hashem and Akenu and Akev Asenu. 
Shetatsilenu me'azeponim from people who are chutzpahdik, brazen individuals, or me'azeponim from the trait of brazenness. Now Rashi says something very interesting, and it comes here from a Gemara in Shabbos for Lamadomad Beis. Me'azeponim shalayetziu olai laz mamzerus. In other words, he was saying that the taint of mamzerus should never attach itself to his family. Why Rebbe should say that, of all people, I don't know. But he was just, I think he meant, you know, any future generations that come, there should never be a taint of mamzerus. That's what the Russia says, as a ponim. Me odomra me pegara, from a bad evil man, and me pegara, evil mishap, me etzara, from the etzara, me chovara, from an evil friend, me shokhara, bad neighbor, me sotna mashchit. This is, um, I mean, Sotna Masha is a Sotan who, who, who destroys anything spiritual. When we din Koshim, we baldin Koshim, which we say every day. We din Koshim means from a harsh judgment. We baldin Koshim means from a harsh opponent in court. Ben Shu Bris or Ben Shane Ben Bris. Whether he's literally translated Ben Bris, a Yidah or, 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 or a guy. Now, this is interesting for Alpha Governor Kaimi Katsusa Alayda Rebbe. And this. Philo was always said by Rebbe, even though God stood over Rebbe. Rashi said, last Rashi, Shahoyu Shoichim Anden Bemitzvah Antoninus. Antoninus was the emperor, he gave a command that there should be guards outside Rebbe's house. Anyone who starts up with him, those uh, guards would, would sort them out, sort of thing. Nevertheless, he still prayed for Hashem's protection. In other words, even though he had boss of a dom looking after him, he still felt he needed to say all these things. Very interesting. So when we say that in the morning, that's what we say. That's what Rebbe said, even though he had guards uh, surrounding him. Now Rashi says an interesting thing. He says like this. He says, they are malochim who are appointed as, to be in charge of various nations. And he says, when there's a dispute in Shemayim between the guardian angel of one nation and the guardian angel of another nation, a, a, a dispute immediately erupts down here as well. Exactly what that means, that's what Rashi says. Because the question is, why does he say, in the heavenly assembly, and in the assembly down here below, what are the two connected? But that's what Rashi says. They all, well, we don't understand exactly what this means. And between, there should be Sholem between the Tamidim who, who study in your Torah, where they do it in Shema. Anyone who learns Shema, he should be in the world, but they will. Uh, learn it eventually as we say and we'll see interesting later on the Gemara will explain there's various different Lishmas some are no good and some are good we, we'll see not tonight I don't think but Rabbi Alexandri Rabbi Alexandri after Hishmanesha said as follows put us in an illuminated corner don't stand us in a dark corner which, which refers to Golas don't let our house be pain I shouldn't be dimmed like I said before there are others who say this filler that we just said, it wasn't Rabbi Alexandria who said it, but it was Rabbi Hamnuna. 
Rabbi Gazan, what was the Tzvila of Rabbi Alexandri? Alexandri bought the Masnah Mahochi, he said as follows. Rabbi Noelomit, Master of the World. It's known before you, that we want to do the right thing. Who prevents us from doing that? Literally means the yeast in the dough. The Rashi explains what does yeast in the dough mean? It basically means Ayetzahara. Because the same way that when you put yeast in something, it agitates it and makes it move, you know, like when you put yeast in the bread, etc., etc. Et so also the Yetzahara also agitates us in our house. Eh, it's not so wrong, it's not so bad, you get up a bit later, you know, it, it doesn't matter. So that's what we're saying. saying we would like to do the right thing, but the Yetzahara is stopping us. And similarly with Shibbat Malchus, there's some nations who uh, they make laws against us, and Shabbos, and Twilin, Mila, and so on. And because of that, we can't keep everything properly. Maybe you save us from the hands of and we should carry on to do all the mitzvahs. Before I was created, I was unworthy of being created. Now the Mashal explains this because there's, there's a bracer basically in Erevin where Beit Hillel and Beit Shammai, they were discussing, I think, for a long period of two and a half years, whether it would be better that a person should be born or not be born. And they came to the conclusion that it would have been better that we were not born. And the Mashal explains the reason as follows. Because he says there are 248 mitzvahs, I say, and 365 mitzvahs, lights I say. So therefore, since the lights I say outnumber the mitzvahs, I say, somebody who was never born would be assured of not go violating the, the majority of the Torah, i.e. the, three, the, the 365. That's what he says, I, wasn't, I was unworthy of being formed, but now that I have been formed, I'm still unworthy, because if I hadn't been formed, explains the Mashor, and now that I have been created in order to do the mitzvahs I say, I haven't done them. I haven't done them properly. And therefore, even though I, I, I'm, I'm here now, I'm still unworthy. I'm before you like a vessel filled with shame and humiliation. I will not sin again. What I have sinned before you, you should sort of get rid of with your great mercy but not through suffering or serious illnesses this was a text of the vidui of Rav Amnuna on Yom Kippur and we actually say it we say it after Al Chait on Yom Kippur this is what we say when he finished his Shemanesha Omahok he would say oh, this is what we actually say not, not exactly 100% word for word, but pretty much. Alakai, my God, guard my tongues from evil, my lips from speaking deceit, and to those people who want to curse me, let my soul be silent, and let my soul be like dust to everyone. I remember once there was a, a here and there, Joe Lobenstein, he writes, you know, here and there, and he wrote that he was once sitting in some meeting with Rabbi Munk, and people were 
standing up, there was one person, I don't know the exact detail, was saying something not very nice about Rabbi Monk. So Joe looks at him and says, you know, are you going to accept this? You, you know. So he wrote down four words, Venashi ke offer la kaltia. I think if I'm not mistaken, Rabbi Robert mentioned that when he spoke here at the Seer for a month yeah? last year. So he also reads the Jewish Tribune. Right. Yeah, that's that thing. I think uh, I heard it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I remember that was uh, in the, in the uh, here and there. But after you offer a cult here, let my soul be like dust to everyone. So I open my heart to your Torah, mitzvah sech, or to nashi, and let my soul um, to the pursue uh, your commandments. Save me from any evil mitzvah, miyetzara, missing or meishara, That we don't say in our nusach, but it's, it's there in the Gemara. I don't want you laughing, Danny. I'll report you to Toby. <laughs> and for anything bad things that happen that come to, to come in this world. Anyone who plans bad things against me, that you should quickly get rid, nullify their ideas, and disrupt their their thoughts. Maybe That's interesting. If we want to say something nowadays from an Astro, it says in Kufkaf Bay's mission rule brings that you can add in there there's certain places where you can add in Shmachalena, you can add in things. But before Yulorotzen once you said Yulorotzen no, just before Yulorotzen you can add in if you want to say something else. You've and, said it well, before pardon? Pardon? You've said it as well before in the sir. Yeah, uh, I thought the way. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, what, what happens? Uh, if, if, no, if you say you lost him, some people say it twice, right? Yeah. So some people, once you've said that one, then you're okay. I mean, even for like you can answer kedusha and you can do things because if you finish the shemanesra. But also, as, even if you didn't say the first one, if you want to add something in, you can do it before you lost him. I said the, Ein Hara, we don't need to believe in the negative of Shabbat. It's a kind of story. It says, uh, if saving for Ein Hara, the people have got bad thoughts, are they? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah. No, not, some people say. Ein Hara is mentioned in the Gemara many times. Yeah. 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 And the Hegel Libby, the thoughts of my heart, find favor before you, Hashem Suri Vigali, Hashem, my rock and my redeemer. I think, um, all right, let's just do one more shtick call, because it's also, now, this was said by Rav Sheshes, but it wasn't said after Shemana, it wasn't said every day like the others said it was Shemana, only when he, when, when he fasted. Rav Sheshes, Kiyav Yosef Patanisa, when Rav Sheshes was fasting, Bosom Sali Amahoche, after he dabbled in Shemana, he said the following, Ribbon Alom, it must have gone to the it's revealed before you because Mancha Beis Hamikdash came when the Beis Hamikdash existed. Adam Chayta Makriv Carbon, a person who, who sinned, he would offer a carbon, a chatos or an osham, the Eid Makriv Mena and a chalb of Adama, and he would offer from it only its fat and its blood. And nevertheless, that would be enough to get a kapora to atone for him. But Ashov, and now your Shabti Batanis. Now the, the base of English is no longer standing. I've been fasting, but it's not Chelbi Vadomi, and my own fat and blood have been diminished. You're also from Echo, therefore may it be your will, Shehe Chelbi Vadomi, and it's might. 
that my fat and my blood that are diminished be regarded as if I have offered um, on the Mizbeach which you say you should show me favor I think it's a very very nice idea in other words he's saying because you offer up the fat and the chalev on the, uh, the so what was it uh, the chalb of Adomi the fat and the blood you offer up on the Mizbeach so here by me fasting my fat and blood has also been reduced so it should be ke'ilu as I offered you a carbon. I can't do that now because the base of Migdash doesn't exist but it should, you should reckon it as if I offered uh, a carbon. Yeah. 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 Yeah.